Hey ladies, it's your favorite dating coach here. Do these titles sound familiar at all? Uh, what to do until love finds you. Secrets of an irresistible woman. What are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships? <laughs> hey, what's up ladies? So today I'm gonna show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak for you. So how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave? You're smart, you're sexy, you're confident, and you still make mistakes. It's all good. Coming up, a year and a half ago, she says she was fat, broken, miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it? And we're back. <laughs> Hi, Delia. Hi, Carla Nell. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm excited for this week. Are you excited for this week? I'm so excited. What's because... happening in your life? <laughs> Well, I've started a new career path, so that's going swimmingly. Nice. Uh, yeah, I kind of just, um, uh, one door closes, another door opens. So I'm jumping into new territory, going into sales full time. I'm not gonna use this platform to pimp out my new job as a real estate agent who can help you with buying or purchasing a home. But that's <laughs> starting now, <laughs> starting now, but that is what I'm going to be doing and I'm excited, but no, that's not what I meant. What I meant was I'm excited for the book. He's, oh, yes. He's just not that into you. Yes. You have no messages. Were you obsessing, pacing back and forth, staring at your phone for days? Maybe he lost my number, or is out of town, or got hit by a cab. Or maybe he has no interest in seeing you again. No guy actually wants to get married. And if they do, all they're really thinking about are all the women they're going to miss out on. I don't want to be with anybody else. I just want to be with Beth. I'm married. I'll do this. Mm, what if you meet the love of your life? Are you supposed to let them pass you by? And I wish that was the entire title, but of course, we've been at this now far too long that that of would be the entire title. Tell so us. he's he's just not that into you, the no excuses truth to understanding guys, the newly expanded edition. Oh my God. And scene. I didn't, I didn't know there was a newly expanded edition. <laughs> Me neither. Like that came as a shaka. No, and I have to say, I remember when this book came out, and I'm presuming that there are going to be a lot of women who have read this book. Yeah, apparently it was like a cultural touchstone. They made a movie based on it. Right, so, right. I remember the movie. I'm like, that is crazy pants to me. I think I've seen the movie, but nothing like... I remember a huge ensemble cast and past that, like, nothing. Yeah. 2004, when this book well, came out, like, was not a great year for me, <laughs> so. It had Drew Barrymore in it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't remember. Well, it did, and she was amazing. Well, she had a very small part, surprisingly. The other girl had a much bigger part, and I don't remember her name, but she was also glow. <laughs> that other girl. That's enough about the movie. We're here, we're here to talk about the book. We're here to talk about the book, girl. All right. So Tell it's us. by, okay, the authors, Greg Barrent and Liz Tuchello. I have a big issue it. with getting people's names right because I know, I no one it. gets my name right. <laughs> so. Yeah, you nailed it. I 
And I have totally, like, mispronounced many authors' names, I'm sure, up until this point. But I'm on the YouTube. I'm scouring for it. You found it, girl. And you I found it. it. I'm doing it. People know exactly who you're talking about. It's all good. So this was born out of... Greg was a consultant for Sex in the City. And he was in the writer's room. And most of the writers were 20-something, 30-something women. And there was a Sex in the City episode based on this, the He's Just Not That Into You. Mm-hmm. But one of the writers was talking about a guy that she was kind of into, and he wasn't calling back, or he it was a great date, but then she didn't hear anything, or like any of the things that are potential pitfalls in dating. And Greg said, well, he's just not that into you. <laughs> and uh-huh. so... This entire thing was born. And Liz Ticello was the executive story editor for um, Sex in the City and is an author and author of the novel How to Be Single, which I think also was turned into a movie. And she lives and dates in New York City. Okay. So. Does she still date? She has not landed her. I don't know. As far as like the bio in this book. I don't know. She might have landed her man by now. Well, it's technically because of this book, she doesn't have to because she, it's more about, he's just not that into you. It's more about figuring out, you know, this is, right, this book isn't necessarily about finding love so much as it is about realizing whether something's good for you or bad for you and knowing how to identify that. Yes, it is. So you kind of just aren't wasting your time. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially. Yeah. So this is a huge time saver. And if I, I don't know, I don't know what position I'd have to be in, like captain of the world. I don't know. But I would make this 100% required reading for women because I feel like I'm going to speak for myself. I've spent a lot of time just waiting or reading something into something that wasn't there. Oh, God, girl. Haven't we? like so many like hours on the phone and happy hours and tears shed and (gasps) all sorts of things yeah yeah i think so reading this book yes every like smart women beautiful women accomplished women i think we've all been in the position to be utterly perplexed Mm -hmm. if a guy hasn't called us or He's not having sex with us, or he's having sex with other people, or he's unavailable, <laughs> or <laughs> any number of things. So what I loved about this book is that it's very conversational, very conversational writing style, very easy read. Mm-hmm. So if you aren't a reader, I, I would highly recommend <laughs> this book. This is for you. This is for you. <laughs> Super easy to get through and very succinct examples of kind of the excuses that men give when he's just not that into you. So, and I'm sure we're going to get into that. We're going to, we're going to get into that girl. So reading this was kind of like going back through my dating history mentally And, like, people I've had crushes on. 
that I'm like, okay, well, I'll just wait because he just got out of a relationship or we're really good friends and he's always asking me to do stuff, but we never have sex. Uh-huh. And all of that kind of came like crashing down with amazing clarity. And it, from in this book. In this book, yeah. So reading this book, kind of like, I was like, huh. Like, if in that moment, I was like, hey, he's just not that into me. (laughs) And like, just walked my happy ass out the door. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it's just kind of moving past the people that don't want to be with you in that way. Right. And the author had some really great things to say about the fact that like, Men just won't tell you that they'd rather have their their arm taken off by a train than (laughs) to tell you they're just not that into you. Mm -hmm. So it's something you kind of have to read, read between the lines almost. And for me, one of the things that kind of came up was I have a brother and way long ago I was kind of attracted to one of his friends and we had a night out and it didn't go so hot and it wound up with us yelling and all this stuff and the friend stormed out and I was devastated and we kind of passed out and (laughs) went to bed and the next morning we woke up and I was still just like bumming around and my brother was like you know you just don't see how great you are He's like, I don't understand. He's like, I don't know why you're fucking with this guy. He's not worth it. Uh And I think it comes down to a question of what you feel you deserve. Yeah. I mean, answering any of these, kind of looking at all these excuses that he's outlined in this book, at the end of it, you have to ask yourself, what do I want and what do I deserve? And it kind of like help me turn the corner with some dudes I was messaging and whatnot. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm just like, no, I'm cool. Clearly, if you're contacting me at like nine o'clock at night asking me what my plans are for the evening, you want to bang it out, I suppose. Right. right. <laughs> no, There's thanks. no thought put into let's spend some time together. Yeah. Like, I want to get yeah. to know you. I want to make a plan. Right, right. Like, dudes that are into you make plans. Right. So, I'm sorry. I'm just so excited about this book. (laughs) (laughs) It is a revelation. It is a liberation. It is, because it does, like, that is something, that is something Liz Cicello says in her introduction, is that it just, it gives you, like, a sense of freedom. Uh Uh-huh. Like, that you're able to be like, okay, you can almost look at it objectively. That's cool. I'm going to move on. Because there's somebody out there who is going to be that into me. Yeah. Instead of kind of bumming around on the guys that just aren't. Right. That are just kind of taking up your time and taking up space in your life and not really committing to a real plan or, yeah. Or nothing. Yeah, or nothing at all. I know. But it's weird because I think some, I think, you know, there's mixed signals out there. And we, so much, when when you meet a guy 
and you have a great time with them and you think, well, this is going great. I'm, I'm having a great time. We have a great physical connection. We have a great um, rapport. And then for whatever reason, it just stops. But if you reach out, they still will engage with you. Yeah. More often than not, yes. Right. Because it's, I don't know if it's, I'm just going to keep this girl around just in case, or if it's, I'm a very polite person and I don't want to hurt her feelings or what it is. But I think this book is great for women to get it through their head. But I think there could be a book for men that says, if you're not into her, tell her. <laughs> there definitely could be. Oh, what free but like. Too. But definitely don't hold your breath waiting for that book to come out because I don't... I actually just started writing it. I'm actually... Oh, good. Yes. Finally, somebody's on it. Chapter one. Chapter one. <laughs> just tell her. <laughs> Somebody is going to write this book now. I'm, I have a bad feeling about it, but that's okay. You're welcome. You're welcome for everything that I just gave you. Okay, so break it down for me. Like what? So what are? How do you know that he's just not that into you? <laughs> so seems pretty cut and dry, but it is pretty cut and dry. And what he they do offer kind of in this book. So all of the chapters are laid out the same. So the chapters all have titles, which is and then kind of underneath that they kind of break it down into like reader letters. And okay. then Greg's response to okay. the reader letter. So, for for example, he's just not that into you if he doesn't want to marry you. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. That's, that makes um, a lot of sense to me. So then all these reader letters kind of fall into categories of excuses. Mm-hmm. So this one is the things are really tight right now excuse. So this goes into Dear Greg, I have a boyfriend, I'm about to turn 39, we brought up long-term plans, he says he doesn't have the money right now to get married, all of this stuff, but they've been together for like three years, the market's tanking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Greg's like, well, you know, even in shitty economic times, people still get married. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't want to marry you. It's basically that like, Guys do shit they want to do. Right, right. And, and, if, and everyone does, right? It's like, if yeah. you if you have the wherewithal to do it and you want to do it, you're going to make it happen. I, I think that that's just a rule of life. You're going to do it if you want to do it. Yes, 100%. Especially something like marriage. Yeah, yeah. So the he's so terribly put upon excuse... That was one of the excuses. Put upon. What do you mean? Like, he really, like, he has family money. And he doesn't know how it'll look if, oh, he has family money. And a lot of women before this woman who wrote the letter have just gone after him for his money. He doesn't want to, like, be, like, in the marriage trap. Oh, got so it, got he, it. he's not going to marry her. Right, like I just was in a bad relationship, and it's not time, and I'm and I'm burnt, or I, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he details all of these 
excuses. He's like, if it's, <laughs> what do you say? He's like, it doesn't matter what has happened in a guy's life. He could have just gotten out of a relationship like yesterday. Mm-hmm. If you're it, he's going to pursue you like full bore. Right. So, I mean, it's just those kind of things. And like this go around with the internet dating I've been talking to a few guys and I've seen a few guys and then I haven't heard from some and I won't go back and try to like holler at them again. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't hear from you, okay, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're done here. Because if you wanted to, you would pursue me. And it's like, it makes it pretty easy that it's like, okay, the guys that really want to like know you or they'll kind of keep at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I know that from experience. I mean, I've been with men who are totally not committed or interested in making a plan. And then I know the difference when I'm with a man that is absolutely totally into me and is trying consistently to be a part of my life and get to know me. There's, there's no doubt you know, that, that that's what's happening. Yeah. So I have, you know, but I've still fall, I've fallen into the trap of, well, maybe I didn't read that right. Or, you know, I know he's really busy. I'm going to kind of give it a chance and see what happens or I don't know. And it's usually because I've been told by the person that, oh no, I want to spend time with you. I want to see you. I just, it's always the busy thing. I'm, I'm, I'm so busy. He definitely addresses that in this book. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert, it's a myth. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nobody's that busy. Right, right, right. And that's, I mean, even coming at it from a woman's perspective and thinking like, okay, I have a work schedule that is such that I wake up at like 2.30 in the morning to go to work. Uh So mostly I try to be in bed by like (laughs) 7-ish. Yeah. If I rough. really like someone and I'm out with them, I'm not performing brain surgery. Like, I'll stay out. I'll go to work on, like, a couple hours sleep. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I think that definitely goes both ways. Totally. Absolutely. So, yes. A hundred percent. Guys, we know. We know that busy is a myth. <laughs> or the I'm too important excuse. And what's that? Nobody's that important. <laughs> yeah. Meaning they're too... What do you mean I'm too important excuse? What is Meaning that? Meaning a lot of guys will... There's an excuse in the book that there's a guy who's like, he travels a lot and he's in charge of this project and this project. Like, that's an excuse guys will use. Okay, got it. To tell women. I, yeah, yeah. They can't be with them right now and just kind of string them along. Right. And that is the one thing that it's like, why? Why? Why can't dudes just say, like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. Or or thank you for your time, but this isn't going to go anywhere. This isn't going to go anywhere. I don't know why they can't say it. It's it's very confusing. But according to this book, it shouldn't be. (laughs) No. And that's, like, I mean, this definitely is... A dose of truth telling mm-hmm. <laughs> that it is it's difficult to hear and I think as women I know that 
I've been kind of number one listening to women friends talk about seeing someone and then they drop off the face of the earth and then I mean I've definitely been there saying girl it's cool like he'll call when he has time or you'll get together when you know your schedules align you know so it's instead of just saying girl just move on it's cool Totally. So, well, if you're waiting, if you're waiting somebody out, and you're waiting them out, and you're waiting them out, and they're not contacting you, it's maybe probably stop. not gonna work. Yeah, and stop waiting. Stop waiting. Hey, Land Your Man listeners, is something holding you back in life? Are you feeling stuck? When you're ready for a breakthrough, reach out to me. I'm Jerry from Quantum Transformation Coaching. I help clients resolve unconscious patterns, heal the past and create the lives they truly want to live. Mention that you heard this ad on Land Your Man and your first session is free. Find me on the web at quantumtransformation.coach to find out how I can help. That's quantumtransformation.coach. Now go land your man. Looking for a little more laughter in your life? Or maybe even a little more courage? Finest City Improv is the place to laugh it out. With shows four nights a week, plus comedy classes for all levels. Come join us at Finest City Improv in San Diego. So, okay, so what are, I see you have bullet points here. What are some of these things? um, I do. So I kind of put out, we're talking our notes, kind of how the chapters are outlined. All of them are outlined the same. Um, Liz chimes in with why this one's hard, more of a feminine perspective. So I kind of did a what stood out for me section. For some reason, I just received the information. Whereas I don't think if I read this book when it first came out, I would have received it in the same way. Mm -hmm. So I said it was a lot like, you know, that it kind of came crashing in like Kool-Aid through a wall. (laughs) like. Uh But it really just reiterated putting myself first. What do I want? Mm -hmm. And I think we tend to lose sight of that. And maybe men do too. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe not. But it's like, you know, does this make me comfortable? Am I willing to wait? Yeah. I don't know if they do. I feel like they know what they want. I feel like that's the whole point of this of like, he knows what he wants and whether he's communicating that to you or not, verbally the communication of not spending time with you or being with you is communication enough you know yeah or it should be definitely the other thing that kind of came back is all while growing up being close to my brother and being close to like a male perspective Mm -hmm. he just never minced words (laughs) so he was never the difference between speaking to him and speaking to girlfriends, I mean, he was very much like, yeah, that dude's not going to call you. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, there was no kind of like sugarcoating at all. Yeah. yeah. Which I appreciate. Like, I appreciate that very male voice who wants to see somebody do right by you. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like... Right. There's very much a wait for somebody of quality and substance to show up. You know, you 
right. what you they deserve. Don't, they don't want to sit there and watch you suffering through something when they can see it so clearly and and you can't and finding your power and saying, Oh, you're right and then just finding the wherewithal to just pick up and move on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. As women <laughs> Um, I'm definitely guilty of this, of kind of sugarcoating when talking to a friend about male relationships or dating. Uh-huh. And instead of saying, and actually I kind of stopped doing that over the weekend <laughs> with a friend. Uh-huh. And I was like, look, if you're not getting what you want out of this, just knock it off. <laughs> like, Walk away. He's not going to be ready or he might be ready in five years or... But he's telling you right now, he's not ready. Mm-hmm. And either that's okay with you and you're cool with waiting around for something that might never happen. Or there's plenty of dudes out there who are ready. Right. That was kind of an interesting. She's like, how did you become so wise all of a sudden? It's <laughs> like, girl. You're like, books. I read a book. <laughs> I read one book. Take a look. It's in a book. The rainbow. <laughs> God, I love the reading show. Yeah, that show okay. was dope. He never covered any stuff like this, though. I wish he would have. If I had known that he's just not that into me when I was like seven, can you imagine? Oh, my life would have been yeah. so different. Yeah, this definitely would have changed the course of my 20s, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I, I waited around for a lot of guys that weren't coming around (laughs) yeah yeah no I did I did too guilty guilty as charged yeah so I still do I still do I mean I I admit it I admit it yeah because there's like that moment where you're like yeah we definitely had a connection and then but what happened (laughs) yeah oh I'll hang out maybe we might have that connection again who knows Chances are no, but, you know. Well, it it's weird because I have had those men in my life where every time I do spend time with them, it's wonderful. It's fine. It's great. And then in between, I'm like, well, what? I don't understand why. Don't, it's over? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why. You feel, the, you feel the energy. It's like a balloon. It just, it just goes out, you know, and you can feel it. And it's, it's just an odd thing, but... But you can still be around that person and have a great chemistry when you're with them. And, it, you know, it's just, it's strange. I don't, I don't understand it. But if you feel like you're constantly initiating, you're constantly the one to, you know, to make the plan. And it, that's, it's just not fun. No. It's not fun. And that's part of the other thing. Like, dudes are going to do what dudes want to do. If they want to call, they'll call. If they want to see you, they'll see you. Like, it is a pretty straightforward thing. Mm. And no amount of work or just getting out of a relationship or travel, nothing will keep them from it. Yeah. So I think if, you know, we kind of keep that as the standard, it's pretty easy to spot. We're not kind of like hemming and hawing like okay well maybe he wanted to see me but (laughs) well he said he did but then he didn't call 
but then he texted the next day. Right. You know, instead of going back and forth, just going out with the guys who are like, hey, do you want to go out? <laughs> right. Right. Yes, sure. I do. Okay. When? Tonight at nine. Uh, well, that's a little late. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I do no, but not yeah. want to go to your house and sit in front of a fireplace. No, I don't want to no. go to your fireplace. There is something to be said, though, for a plan. I love a plan. It's just so great. Yeah. It just res- it shows respect. At the end of the day, like, you respect my time enough to say, hey, plan for this. And then, yeah. So I just, not having a plan drives me banana sandwich. Mm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm a planner. Unavailable men. <laughs> I tend to (laughs) go after the fellas that are unavailable in one way or another. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're actually in a relationship, which has happened. Like I've dated somebody, even though I'm very clear, if you have a girlfriend, like I don't want to date you. (laughs) Yeah. Which shouldn't be something you have to say. But I assure you, dating in Vegas, you have to say it. I think uh-huh. that's not just Vegas. It's not, that's not the only city where you have to clarify. Yes. It's like, I, you know what? Some people are cool with that. I am definitely not one of those people. Yes, I am not into polyamory. It's no. It's my thing. Yeah. And even if she knows about it, even if it's like an agreed upon thing in your relationship, I still want no part of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I'm just... No, no. and that does, it works for some people, but my experience has been of what I've witnessed is that it doesn't typically end well. That's just, that's just been what my observation has been, that when people try to date multiple people knowingly... Yeah. Jealousies, you know, there's, the problems pop up still, no matter what. I've watched enough IDTV to know <laughs> that that is not a good recipe for happily ever after. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. He does say men who want to be with you handle stuff and get over it so they don't lose you. Mm, yeah. So they quick, fast, and in a hurry, like, wrap up the breakup, wrap up whatever they're, you know, dealing with. Right. So that they can make sure so that, that they're not available. Go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It just no, really, like, this sense. kind of, like, lifted the fog of bullshit, essentially. Well, and, I mean, I'll be honest with you. None of this stuff is stuff that I don't know. Yes. None of it is. True. However, it's all stuff that I don't pay attention to or do when I'm actually in a relationship where I want to be with a person. <laughs> and I don't, I purposely ignore clues. I willfully ignore well-meant advice i think it was the having it all the excuses in one book as Uh well because i'm like oh my god like it was sobering (laughs) i've written off a lot of bad behavior a lot of excuses Mm -hmm. and having them all in this book and kind of reading them then one after another after another it it's sobering (laughs) like how often I've just excused somebody for essentially, you know, treating me badly mm-hmm. and not being honest. And, you know, I let it happen. Like, there's no one else to blame, really, on that. 
Yeah. So I accept responsibility for it. But moving forward, I don't have to deal with this shit. Yeah. Well, and I don't think you're any different than any other woman. We've all done it. Men do it too. We, we ignore the things that we have to ignore to get what we want. And it something tells us that if we want to have a relationship with a certain person, then we have to sacrifice something or we have to, you know, put up with things that we're not happy with. And that's so damaging for everyone involved. I mean, it's, it's just, it's very damaging. Yeah. But everybody does it. Yeah, we do on the long, hard road to finding the one. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yep. I mean, the joyous adventure <laughs> finding the one is, yeah, some weeks it's a long, hard slog. I'm not going to lie. Some weeks it is a magical adventure, but. Yeah, every once in a while you meet somebody that you think, oh, this this could be fun, and, and you actually have a good time with someone, and then you remember why you keep trying in the first place. Yes, very true. And I think I'm very guilty of getting caught up in the potential of something Mm -hmm. so the potential of a relationship the potential of what this dude could bring to the table Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like I guess gambling on futures here we're just like it might happen I don't know well and I mean okay there's got to be cases where people went into relationships in the beginning and were you know maybe iffy and not sure what was actually happening and then eventually it does work out I mean there's there's got to be relationships that don't start out in a perfect harmony but I think if you allow yourself to follow some of these guidelines maybe you walk away from those relationships that are uh, more work, more, you know, and then you open yourself up and you kind of make space in your life for something that is going to not be so difficult and not be so much of a, you know, it, it's just a no brainer. You don't have to sit there and wonder. You just know this person wants to be with me, wants to spend time with me. And, and I enjoy spending time with them. But a lot of times I think we just ignore what we need to have something that we think we want. Yeah. And we definitely ignore warning signs and our own intuition. Mm-hmm. And mostly, from what I have, like, happy couples that I know, a lot of them, number one, no one was looking, which uh-huh. I find fascinating. Everyone's just like, mm, and it just happened. Uh-huh. But a lot of them talk about the ease with which it happens. And... That is something that it's like, oh, okay, I can be kind of on the lookout for that. Mm -hmm. That it's not like this big struggle to kind of get things, like things just flow. So I think letting yourself be in that flow and not forcing something. Because I'm like, I will contort myself into a pretzel if that's what (laughs) he wants. Right. (laughs) Sure. Why not? Right. So... What did you not like about the book? Because obviously you liked a lot about it. Was there anything about it that you did not like? Well, the one thing I didn't particularly care for was the um, at the end of each chapter, they have kind of a exercise or a workbook 
And it just was, I think, more tongue-in-cheek, really, than helpful examination of maybe where you've gone wrong. Okay. So, like, one of the workbooks was they had, like, a picture of a flag, and they're like, take out your red crayon, color this flag red. Now you have a giant red flag. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) okay. All right. I appreciate the humor, definitely. But one of the reasons I like this book and the straightforwardness of it is that you can also dig deeper with it. Mm-hmm. So clearly there's some behaviors that we're engaging in that might not be the best to kind of find a suitable human to spend your time with. Mm-hmm. And I think there could have been more exercises geared around self-examination yeah. rather yeah. than coloring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that just seems Although funny. I like coloring, don't get me wrong, but Yeah. No, I like coloring too, but if it And that was one of the things I remember when I remember when they kind of were on every talk show talking about this book. I was probably see it was I was in my early early 30s, I think, or like late 20s. I'm trying to do the math here. It's, but I remember when they were when they would discuss it on a talk show or whatever they were very blunt and Mm -hmm. in a way that people hadn't been very blunt about dating I think before and I think it took some people aback of of just oh that's almost rude but then I think the point was we don't want you to waste any more of your time you know, and sometimes you have to be blunt about that, you know, so I think that it was a a blessing and a curse in some ways, because I think the people that got turned off about, got turned off by it, were probably people that did not want to take the advice. And who probably needed the advice. Exactly. Exactly. But it does, I mean, some of this stuff, because if it does kind of cut close, It's like those excuses, the ones that I came upon that I was like, what? I don't think that's really a thing. Like the ones I had the biggest reaction to were the ones I most definitely experienced over and over again. So when you're kind of like, like a mirror is holed up to your face and it's like, we're talking to you, girl. Uh, Right. You. (laughs) You. Okay. You and you alone. So it is kind of, with all of the books we're reading this season, being open to actually hearing what they're trying to tell you and assuming that they're sharing this advice in these books with the caveat that they want to offer advice so that you find the one. Yeah, I think you just have to be open to it. And I, I like this book. I remember when it came out, my mom actually, I think my mom bought it for me. She was always nice. She bought me this book and she bought me the rules. Girl, that's my next book, girl. Yeah. I am not looking forward to that. (laughs) Yeah. I had, I have major problems with that book too, but this book I think was more just solid advice and it wasn't about trying to find a man. It's about how to not find the wrong man. And we can all use that advice for sure. 
It definitely, like, it has the tone of, like, for sure, for sure. It has the tone of a brother or, like, a really close male friend that doesn't want to see you wasting your time. Yeah, yeah, and just being straight up with you. Yeah, so that's what I appreciated about this. Okay, well, great. I think that it's still very valuable, even though it is a little dated. I think it's very valuable information, and I think kind of just writing some of these things down and repeating them as far as if he's not calling you, if he's not texting you, if he's not, you know, quit, quit chasing him. Yes. And it's so dated that it has an answering machine on the cover of the book. <laughs> and I was like, That's awesome. wait, what is that? <laughs> I know. Is that a telegraph machine? What is it? I'm like, that looks so familiar. It's like, awesome. Oh my God, an answering oh. machine. I haven't seen one of those in forever. I know. It's crazy. I don't even know if you can even buy them in the store anymore. You know, I don't know. I'll be honest. I haven't checked it out. (laughs) I know. Neither have I. I've not had a need for one. I haven't popped on down to Radio Shack. Oh, wait. Circuit City. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So, Carla, what's next week's book? All right, well, so next week, uh, this is one of our list books. We're going to be doing Make Him Beg for Your Attention, 75 Communication Secrets for Captivating Men to Get the Love and Commitment You Deserve by Bruce Bryans. You lost me at 75. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's insane. 75 ways and then it's like dot, dot, dot over a cliff. I don't. Yeah, there's 75. So get, you know, get out your note cards, go buy some index cards, get ready. You need to make notes because there's a lot of work to do. This is what I love. Like, it's not 74. It's not 76. No. It's 75. It's, it's definitely 75. That's it. So. And I'm, like, wondering if that's the edited down version from, like, 123 ways. <laughs> They actually, yeah, they actually wrote out a hundred ways and then they thought, well, let's pair some of these we can kind of combine. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I'm interested. I, I think it's, it's another book where it's kind of like the power of the pussy where I just, it, it's, it's manipulative again. It's, it's, it's manipulation, but I think it comes from a good place. Because it is about trying to be in a committed, loving relationship. So that's why I was interested in it. And so always manipulation use, from a good place. We, but we can always use communication. I mean, I think that is true. Women struggle with that. So if there's 75 different ways to do it and I only use 10, that's better than <laughs> that's better than none. You know, that's true. So that's next week, and um, I did have one story to share about he's just not that into you. I was telling a mutual friend of ours what we were doing and going over some of the books, and he told me, he said, I wanted to, uh, you know, he was interested in this one in particular because when he started dating his now husband, he said that this book almost destroyed their relationship because he said that he would come home from work and he would be exhausted and sometimes he would work double shifts and um, he would get a text and he might lay down and go to sleep and not respond or 
he might, you know, go a day, he might have worked late at night and then got up for an early shift and then not responded. And um, his partner said, you know, well, I've read the book. I know you're not that into me. (laughs) And he he was like, I'm very into you. I just, I fell asleep. I got busy. I, he said, I'm tired. Yeah. He's like, that book is bullshit because I was into him. I liked him a lot. I married him. He said, but there were days when uh, I didn't get back to him immediately or I didn't, you know, he's like, and, and it was never malicious or never, you know. So I think uh, there are rules to everything. You know, there there are exceptions. exceptions. There are exceptions to everything. So uh, his perspective I thought was just hilarious because he's like, that book almost destroyed my relationship. <laughs> So, and I think yes. a lot of so people... definitely use your intuition, mm-hmm. see what works for you. Yeah. 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 And maybe just kind of step back and see how often is this person reaching out? And if you start to feel an imbalance, then yeah, then there probably is one. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Well, this has been wonderful as always. I have enjoyed chatting with you about right back at you. He's just not that into you. And I will take a lot of this advice and I'm going to put it to use in my own life. When I start dating again, it's definitely, it's a must read. Yeah. It is a must read for everyone out there dating hands down. All right, guys, you hear that? It's a must read. A must read. According to Delia Knights. (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Please um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Please tell your friends. And as always, you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. A lot of places. We're we're everywhere, girl. We're We're everywhere. Turn a corner. There we are. There we are. There we are. So that's it, and we will see you next week on Land Your Man. Delia, have a beautiful week. All right. I will. I'll do some dating. Carla. Yeah. Do some dating. I'll consider it. Okay. Just a little bit outside your comfort zone. Just a titch. I will take it into consideration. (laughs) I will take that under advisement. All right, lady, I will see you next time. All right, sounds good, Carla. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. Land Your Man Podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than Carla Nell and Delia Knight.